A race to evacuate a Canadian city, mortgage rates reach new heights, and a very mysterious fire at a very wonky pub. That's some of what we'll get to today on the show. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Friday, August 18th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 Stories. Number one. U.S. intelligence says Ukraine won't meet the key goal of its counteroffensive. Ukraine wants to retake the southeastern city of Melitopol. It's a vital transit hub. It allows Russia to move troops and equipment from Crimea to other occupied territories in Ukraine. But according to a U.S. intelligence assessment, Russian minefields and trenches will stop Ukrainian forces from reaching the city. If that assessment is correct... It'll raise questions about why an offensive, backed by tens of billions of dollars of Western support, fell short. Number two. A wildfire in Canada has triggered a race to evacuate an entire city. Yellowknife is the capital of the Northwest Territories. It has about 20,000 residents. And authorities are trying to evacuate them all as a raging wildfire approaches the city. People have been urged to leave by noon local time today. Wildfires have charred nearly 33 million acres in Canada this season, an area equivalent to the size of Alabama. The fires have often blanketed the U.S. with smoke. They've been fueled by long-term drought and extreme temperatures, which have been intensified by climate change. Number three, home buyers beware. Mortgage rates have reached the highest point since 2002. Yesterday, the average 30-year fixed loan hit 7.09%. Rates have more than doubled in the past 18 months, and these higher rates can add hundreds of dollars to people's monthly mortgage payments. Since March of last year, the Federal Reserve has repeatedly increased interest rates in an attempt to fight inflation. Mortgage rates tend to move in tandem with these increases. Despite these newly high rates, though, house prices have also stayed high. Number four, President Biden is hosting the leaders of Japan and South Korea today. The three leaders are meeting at Camp David in Maryland. They're expected to agree on ways for the U.S. and its two most important Asian allies to cooperate more on security. The Biden administration sees Japan and South Korea as crucial to countering rising threats. That includes China's military, North Korea's nuclear ambitions, and Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The standalone meeting is the first of its kind, and it's a big deal. Relations between Japan and South Korea have historically been difficult, but tension in the region is drawing the U.S. and the two countries closer together. Number five. This fall is shaping up to be a chaotic time for vaccinations. An updated COVID booster is about a month away. Flu shots will roll out as usual. And for the first time, vulnerable infants and seniors can be immunized against RSV. These vaccines will protect people ahead of the respiratory virus season. But deploying them at the same time is difficult and is causing confusion. Patients perplexed by changing coronavirus vaccine guidance now have even more shots to consider. And doctors have to figure out how to explain the nuances and unknowns of new vaccines at a time of rampant misinformation. Number six. 
Bradley Cooper is getting criticized for his fake nose in a new movie about Leonard Bernstein. A new Netflix biopic of the famous Jewish composer has drawn accusations of anti-Semitism online. A trailer released this week showed Cooper with a large prosthetic nose. People say it perpetuates an offensive stereotype about Jewish people and have criticized the decision not to cast a Jewish actor in the role. But Bernstein's family and the Anti-Defamation League have defended Cooper against the accusations. And at number seven, the mystery of a fire at England's wonkiest pub. The Crooked House was built in 1765 near the village of Himley in England. It was famous for being very, very crooked. It leaned more than 15 degrees to one side. It was recently sold to new owners, but earlier this month, it burned to the ground. Police say they suspect the fire was deliberate, and after the pub burned, local officials say its remains were illegally demolished. Longtime customers of the Cricket House, Laura and Tom Catton, recounted their memories of the pub to the Associated Press. And just describe to someone who'd never been there what the pub was like. Uh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's um, upstairs and downstairs, actually. Yeah. One gear upstairs, yeah. And you've, you've a lot of people thought they were drunk when they walked in, because everything was all over the place since... It doesn't do justice when I'm crooked house. It was it was all over the place when marbles roll uphill and yeah. It had to be seen to be. It had to be seen to be believed, and it can't be, unfortunately, anymore. So far, no suspect has been named, but locals are demanding that their beloved pub be rebuilt, brick by brick, just as wonky as it always was. That is the show for this week. The assistant producer of the Seven is Taylor White. Special help this week from producer Sharla Freeland. The staff writers are Jamie Ross and Hannah Jewell. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing by Christina Quinn. Copy editing this week by Melissa No and Francis Moody. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs and Justin Garish. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. Our director of audio is Renita Jablonski. I'm Jeff Pierre. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, and I will meet you back here on Monday.